This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. So today we're on a journey of the heart as we are in the Lamed verse or the 12th verse of the uh, fourth chapter of the Song of Solomon, which you may know the Lamed is the um, first letter in the word heart. It is obviously the first letter in so many words, like Lebanon, that we've talked about so much in this chapter. And of course, when I think you hear this, you're going to see it has everything to do with this verse, (laughs) because this verse has a whole lot to do with our hearts. And so I'll just go ahead and read it in English, and I'll be uh, completely transparent and tell you I am still puzzling about this particular verse. Uh, but let me read it, and then we'll we'll get into it. So don't be surprised if we don't do another episode, as my puzzler is still puzzling anyway. <laughs> it says, A garden enclosed is my sister, my spouse, a spring shut up, and a fountain sealed. And so you can see there's this three different things we've talked about, a garden enclosed, and then obviously a spring shut up as ways described, and a fountain sealed. So you've got three things and three different types of closures, it would appear, but actually two of those words for closures are the same. So I thought, well, this is very interesting. You've got three different things that Jesus is describing about us, and Interestingly, he's talking about how those are um, locked or closed or sealed, as the case may be. And so I was really hoping that I could find a lot on this verse from either Rashi or Spurgeon or Matthew Henry. But interestingly, and I think that's part of the reason that my puzzler is still puzzling so much, is there isn't a lot that's written on what this is. And especially from a threefold perspective. In other words, you can find <laughs> something about the garden clearly, and, and but it doesn't seem to break down how this works individually, like the three different items that are mentioned or the different seals that are mentioned. So we'll just dive into it and, and let's dig into our heart, so to speak, because there's no doubt that that's what we're talking about here. So <laughs> the... Um, The garden, the word garden, is the same exact word that's used for the Garden of Eden. And, of course, you know, that's where, obviously, we had the advantage of being able to literally be with God. And the advantage of the garden um, has always been from uh, to get back to Eden would be to get back to a place where not only would we have all the fruit of being with God, but we would actually have him. And, of course, here we find it interesting, or I find it tremendous, that... The word garden is a gimel and a nun. And so that idea of gimel is that ideal of, of deal bountifully with thy servant, right? Um, it's It has to do with uh, the rich man running after the poor man, as we talked about the gimel so many times. And then the nun is this idea of faith and to some extent a light because, you know, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And so here we have this somewhat you could translate that as abundant light. And that has so much to do with our marriage. But here we got Jesus seeing that in our garden. And then the idea that it's locked. And that word lock, interestingly, the the word ends in a lamed. 
and and that puzzled me because I thought, well, isn't, isn't that interesting how our hearts are locked? In other words, I don't even know what's in my own heart. Only apparently God does. And how I, how often does something happen to me that I, I feel my heart getting twitched one way, you know, either in delight or anger or all sorts of things, and I have no idea where that came from because our hearts are locked. In other words, there's something there that Jesus um, is only privy to. He gets to see what's in our hearts, and he has that idea and that's all the more reason, obviously, we don't be, want to be judgmental because we don't know what's in that other person's heart. And so here we know if Jesus is in there, we have a lot of light and <laughs> we have been dealt bountifully with. And so with that light comes this idea of faith. And when you think about a lover's heart, what do you want it to be? You, you, you want it to be faithful. You want it to believe in you. You, you want it to, you know, come through for you and all those different things. And so here Jesus is talking about our heart is not only um, this, this great faith, but it also locked up and for his eyes only, so to speak. And then, of course, then we get to this next word, which is the puzzler of puzzlers for me, because the word that is translated spring is a gimel, like the word garden, but then a lamed, okay? <laughs> and gimel lamed in most places you'll find that in the Bible is going to refer to a word called heap. So when they would heap stones on a burial site, that is the heap that we're talking about. That is a gimel lamed. So you obviously have this great amount of stones that, that are being heaped somewhere. But the other way that it's usually translated and translated many, many times as well is a wave, like a wave of water. And so it's in its own way, it's a heap of water. So here you have this gimel and this idea of a lamed, which is the idea usually of teaching or of learning. In other words, it's a neat thing that teachers love to learn because, you know, in order to teach something, you got to learn it. And so when you think about that, and it begins the word heart, as we've talked about many times, so this lamed is significant, and it's gimel lamed, so you have this idea of a bountiful heart, right, that is also locked up with the exact same word that is that when he talks about the garden being locked up. And, of course, we know that the Garden of Eden ended up getting locked up. But here we have a sense that these two, the, um, the, the garden – and I'm going to call it the wave, <laughs> that both of these are locked. And, of course, this idea of, you know, when you think of the, the Gimel Lamed is this bountiful heart, which, you know, to me, you know, if you're, if you're in love, you have an idea that you are constantly learning about the person you love. And the nice thing is that is sealed, right? Their heart is sealed and their faith is not sealed, but but locked up. Their heart is locked up and their faith is locked up. So you got those two that are two of the three. And then you have this idea of a fountain. And the fountain is not locked up like the other two. It is sealed. And the, the word seal there is like, has the letter Tav in it, like many, many teko ufars. In other words, you've been weighed and found wanting. Well, in this case, you've been weighed and found great. In other words, you you're, you're, fountain, which 
is this beautiful word that also features a lamed and a nun. <laughs> Both those letters, and it, and it starts with a mem. So you know this idea of like more like the messianic kind of thing. That of course this is you know fountains of living water pouring out of your heart. In my opinion, and I also think, in my opinion, that it's sealed from a standpoint of it's going to be there for eternity. It's been it's been weighed and found great, not wanting. And and so when you hear that teco, you know, in that word teco, when when they were judging uh, Belshazzar for you know the in the book of Daniel. That letter Tav is always uh, connected to that idea of seal, and it's sealed by God. In other words, God has got your fountain sealed, and that fountain is obviously has to do with us being fruitful. Maybe not obviously, but it does have to do with us being fruitful, and the idea is, is that because our heart is locked up and our garden is locked up, and for that reason, apparently our fountain can be sealed for eternity. It's kind of like the, there's these three things working together in order to um, bring pleasure to our Savior for eternity. So, when I, you know, when I think about this, I, what does that look like? <laughs> and here's my first run at it, okay? I'm, I, I kind of hesitated to even release this episode because I'm not completely sure yet, but I thought you might enjoy a work in process. So, you know, this particular verse is a work in process for me, but the way I see this is when I think about my wife's heart, right? I love the fact that there's so much I don't know about her that I will be enjoying her, you know, throughout the rest of, of, of the time I have, you know, and I'm, I'm hopefully on into eternity, but the idea is that I keep learning more secrets. I keep finding more places of faith. In other words, these are things that like learning is something that you have to unlock. You have to do a little bit of work to learn something. You have to do a little bit of work to understand faithfulness. In other words, those things are locked, and I will continue to enjoy um, and and the bounty of that um, as long as we're together. Like every day I can learn something really new and cool about my wife, and I'm thinking that that's how Jesus feels about us. But the idea of the sealed fountain is that together, our unity together, in other words, since you know that word starts with that mem and that idea of being united with Christ has the streams of living water. And because of Tammy and I's union, right, then we can bring life uniquely like the church when it's united. In other words, <laughs> you know, Tammy and I working together as a team, uh, we have a dear friend that's a widow, and she recently lost her precious dog, which was the only kind of friend that she had every day in this world. In other words, that was the person that really gave her comfort. And, and I found out about that, and then Tammy called her, and then I called her again today. And, and it was a matter of the team of Tammy and I that helped bring life back into our friend, and, and to my extent, to, to, to the way I think, that Tammy and I working together as a team in, in lots of situations can do things that, that we just couldn't do on our own. And and so when you combine that with like the whole church, because that's what Jesus is talking about here, <laughs> right? He's talking about us individually, but he's also talking about his entire church. And so when you see all of us united here together, our hearts and our faith under Christ, you know, there is this unbelievable fountain, right? You've got this, this, uh, this fountain that, that can enrich, you know, all the earth. And, and therein is my first 
run at this particular verse. And uh, my prayer is that, that, that you will think about these things, that God will open my heart more to it, and that to where I feel like, I feel like I've, I've got all that he has for me, but just like the idea of your heart, I, you know, I feel like he's still got some stuff to reveal to me in this particular verse. I'm excited to see it. But at this point in time, I'm still in complete wonder uh, about this idea of a heap of, 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 or a wave of heart, like that great wave of heart. That, that's really got me pondered. And, and, of course, how that all fits together. Looking forward to that. Thank you for listening and for sharing this, right? A work in progress today.